0: Hi, I'm Uncle Milty with an important message called The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Imagine that world if we all live that way. Uncle Milty for Hearing HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023, HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023.
1: Rise and shine, fragile Americans, there's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic
2: germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. It's just one more way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can with you anytime they want, as long as you put up with it. Which means, of course, anytime they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans, are they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. In prisons, before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Kate Daly show on a Wednesday. I'm really happy you're joining me today. I got a lot for you. <laughs> um, I have uh, Jen and Sophie joining me a little bit later in this hour. I have Melissa Smith on and then I have uh, Susan on. Uh, tomorrow, Chris Ann Hall. Next week, I have Alex Berenson on. Um, just so many guests coming on. I also have the attorney for uh, uh, Nick uh, Salmon, who actually is uh, is talking about what Rittenhouse can do and how effectively he can do it. Um, so that'll be great too, and uh, that's happening as well. We got a lot of great guests coming on. I also wanted to uh, congratulate um, Nate Birksby on uh, sheriff, and he'll be our new sheriff. And I think he's I think he's open. I think that he is open to uh, to listening and to understanding. I think that's great. And I, I also think that uh, uh, he's done so, a, a fair amount of studying himself uh, on the Constitution and and. Um, I don't know. I feel like it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. And I'm, I'm happy for him. So congratulations. Um, and uh, I also wanted to mention this before I play this very, very important clip for you. Um, that's going to describe the end game in a little bit more detail than we have before but what's interesting about this is uh in and out is saying absolutely uh screw you california for indoor dining and they are pushing ahead and doing whatever the heck they want and i love it good on in and out in fact go get a burger there (laughs) i highly recommend it um They have a fantastic uh, business, and I'm glad that they're standing up for liberty and not letting California shut down their indoor dining. Also, in the U.K., there are stores that are saying, um, you know what, Uh, we're not going to enforce the mask. You guys can do that. You police can come in and do that if you really, really want to. And so one of the biggest grocery store chains in the UK, they, they were trying to, this, the country was trying to instigate um, mask wearing again. And they just said, eh, we're just not going to punish anybody and we're not going to tell anybody to leave the store. I really like that. The other thing I wanted to mention before I play this important clip is the first case of COVID uh, magically. And I do mean in leprechaun fashion, um, magically, it's magically delicious, uh, just showed up up. What a quinky dink. Just showed up this week, boy, right on time. And uh, in the United States, we got the first moronic variant. And of course, it was a person that had the shot, but not the booster. I mean, what are the odds? What are the odds? (laughs) Because they're telling everyone, go get your booster again. Go get your booster. See, not enough did. Too many, too many bad accidents, right? Too many adverse reactions. Yeah. So um, people weren't going back for the next one. And uh, it just so happens. I know. It's just like that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. For reals. Um, The person was vaccinated. Just didn't have their booster. So um, wow, that was just right on time. All right, so I'm not a coincidence theorist, so I don't uh, go along with that. This clip is really important. please listen up and I'll, I'll have to play some of it into the next um, into the next segment just a hair. But uh, this is Melissa Shemay. She is a Northern Ireland uh, financial expert and she was being interviewed on the show and they had just asked her about the vaccine passports and she said, you know right before this she said, look when the government if the government were to come come out and say, we need to digitally track everybody, but we don't know how to do that unless we have something either in your system or under your skin or floating around in you to do that. We're going to have to have every person on the planet do this. Um, Nobody would have done anything, but compliance is killing us with the narrative of the health, right? It's all about your health. So she actually explains what's coming next. This is Melissa Chime. She is a financial expert. Listen up, listen up. This is good. Not about me- anything medical. This
4: is an economic decision, not a medical decision.
5: Why? Why do they have to reset? Like, what what's been going on behind the scenes, or you know, in the last? Well, I know we obviously we had a crash in two thousand and eight. Mm. So has it been since then? Is this is this what this is about? From nineteen seventy one,
4: we have been on a debt base. That's when the dollar came off. The dollar being the reserve currency came off. The gold standard we entered into a debt-based economy that has collapsed under its own weight. In 2019, um, September, there was a crisis in the repo market. It got more and more difficult. That could have been manipulated. There was liquidity pulled
5: out, but that's... um, that's a different story. So it's so an interesting timing though, isn't it? I mean, September 2019 and then the next thing we know. Yeah, you
4: had Bill Gates of 201 after that. It, it, this is a banking crisis. Every fiat currency in history, and there have been thousands, have returned to zero. This is where we are with the pound and the dollar have already lost over 99% of their value they're just going to eradicate the other 1%. This is why the money is being printed. The money is being printed so that the central banks can give it out to the hedge fund companies, asset management firms. They're buying up all the actual assets while we are being paid to stay at home and say nothing.
5: So, the central bank, because what I've heard about was, is this, this is a central bank digital currency. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that then and a fiat currency? Like, if, if this is a, if this is another reset, is it going to be the same story, or is this going to be different? The central bank digital currency is the end game.
3: Okay.
4: They, it, along with totalitarian control, in order to bring in a central bank digital currency, you need a digital ID. In order to bring in a digital ID you need these passports. That will all be combined with a social credit system and a carbon credits system. Central bank digital currency has all the good aspects of um, a fiat currency for the government and nothing what is good for us. The only benefit we have of a fiat currency, a fiat currency is basically it's backed by nothing. It's a currency because the government say it is so. What we gain from that is privacy. That's what we're going to lose when we move into a central bank digital currency. And they're going to have complete control over every aspect of our finances. They can dictate where in the economy that you can spend it. They can say that you can only spend it in essential um, goods or on rent. They can fine you at will. They have complete control over every aspect of your finances. Now, when you link that into a social credits concept, they can sanction you or reward you. This has already been trialled in, I think, a um, province in northern China, where you go from a triple A rating down to a D rating. Triple A, you get preference for jobs, you get your children get preference
5: for schooling. D, they can take your qualifications off you. They can take your qualifications off They can take your qualifications So they can literally say, no, we can just, just mis- dismiss anything you've actually achieved in your life, Yeah. just like that? Mm-hmm how close are we to this
4: we are very close to this because of compliance everybody has to buy into this we have watched them move down the the propaganda move down the demographic this started off with protect the vulnerable then it was the went down the age groups pregnant women now it's children Everybody, without exception, has to buy into this. This is the new financial system.
5: Why, why, why do they need children? Children are earning than us, you know, so right now, why are they after them right now? Well, they need to condition them and they still need to be part, right now children would still need to be part of their financial
4: system. They also need the data from the children. We are moving into AI technology. Mm-hmm. Data is the new gold. Energy is the new currency, data is the new gold with the children, they have them from a young age, they can track their behaviours. AI is only as good as the information that goes into it. So if you are gathering all this data from the children, you can programme AI under the Obama administration. This last day in office, there was a paper that backed up by MIT that 83% of all jobs earning. $20 or less will be automated away by 2030. The future is AI. That, that, they need the data. That's a, that's a tremendous this. number of people, surely.
5: Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen to them? Universal basic income. So they will be sitting at home getting a basic wage, but they won't be able to actually participate then, is that what you're saying, in in terms of production, in terms of actually leading production? There won't be needed. There will not be needed.
4: With the way technology is going, they're expected not to be needed.
5: Okay, so this sounds absolutely terrifying and complete doom and gloom. Is it inevitable? Are we we absolutely going to end up where these people who are organising this actually want us to go?
4: If we continue to comply, yes. Um, the target is small to medium businesses because they account for 60% of all jobs, and the target is the children. I don't know why anybody would get their child, let their child take part in this clinical trial there of virtually no risk. There's more risk of them drowning. Even if it was 100% safe and there was long-term data done, why would you let your child participate? There is a push right now, as I say, it's moved down the demographic. The push is now for children. I know in the north, um, it's only just the vaccination for children only just started. Already 25%, just over 25% of 12 to 15 year olds have taken part. 56% of children aged 16 to 17 have taken part they have to get them into the system. So in order for this new financial system, it's in order to participate in society right now, we have to have these passports. So how can they logically exclude children? How can children go to restaurants? And this is the coercion that they're going to use to get the children, the same coercion that they use for us. They're saying that if they want to go to teen discos, they're doing the exact same thing with children. They are going after the children right now. and. I
3: all right, so I'm going to come back. I'm even going to play just a few more minutes of that. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, digest that for just a moment. The universal income with all of the jobs that are not needed, with all the people that are not needed. Very interesting, isn't it? She is a financial advisor. Very smart. Be right back, Kate Daly Show.
0: Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. The Constitution gives Congress the responsibility to pass laws, but for decades Congress has sidestepped this responsibility by creating bureaus and agencies and giving them the authority to issue regulations, which seem to have the power of law. You can be fined or jailed for a violation of these regulations. Many of them would never have been enacted if congressmen had to vote on them because they would have been voted out of office in the next election. So these unelected bureaucrats issue more and more of these radical job killing regulations. One of the objectives of the Trump administration was to, quote, deconstruct the administrative state. Uncle Milty here for hearingandbraincenters.com, 435 612 1023. HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023.
1: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns staring. Out the window at the darkness, boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I made my Hi there,
3: welcome back. Kate Daly show. So much place. to uh, talk about today. So much to tell you. Oh my gosh. Ah, the headlines. Um, well, you know what? I want to go back to uh, Melissa Chamey's uh, talk because this was very interesting interview and I really love what she has to say in dialing it down. So let me play the last uh, just couple of minutes of this, about two and a half minutes long. Here we go. I think for anybody who did take part, The there were.
4: I'm just. They were lied to about that it, it protected others. There is
5: absolutely no well, and also that it was safe. I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah,
4: because they, there was no. It's it short term studies. They could maybe say that it was safe, but they were told that it would it would save others. It doesn't. It doesn't. Do, it's really. It's a selfish act to take. It doesn't do anything for anybody else. So, if they were told from the beginning that doesn't you're not really at best it's treatment to reduce symptoms you're not covered for the first two weeks but you're not really covered until you get the second one and it wanes after six months So you're actually only covered for four months this is the information we know right now why would you be getting your children it if you know that at best it only protects you for four months why would you be getting your children it's simple you were let's be real parents it's so that your children can participate in society that is the only reason that you are taking them in and getting them it you're taking a risk so that your children could participate in society we have to have these passports to participate in society the next move is that we have to have a central bank digital currency wallet in order to participate in the financial
5: society so what do we do what, what does the ordinary person in the street do? What does a, a small business owner do? What, what, we need some solutions here because obviously that, that is pretty dystopian.
4: For a small business owner, what they need to do is absolutely do not comply. These, their threat is unlawful fines. Their business will be gone anyway. They're they're under attack. These businesses have have to be eradicated in order for the new system to come into place because they need you dependent on the state for social credits, the carbon So you're
5: saying that even if they do comply now, essentially they're gonna try and find another way to squeeze them out? Well, they have reduced their footfall. It started with nobody could participate in society.
4: Then it was if you comply, you can participate in society, then it's gonna be if you adopt central bank digital currency, you can participate in society, and then it's gonna be social and carbon credits. So for these businesses, they could just decide to, I mean, I think it was after World War One, taxes were 90%. They can just go straight into their account and tax them 90 whatever they want, they have complete control, but they want them gone because they want to eradicate any independence. So, they need to not comply. Those businesses, especially restaurants, they're dependent, they have a small profit margin, they're dependent on fo- fo- footfall. The government is dictating who their customer base is, that they're, they're telling them that it's unlawful, which is, that is not true, it's a mandate to serve a particular portion of so the It's not the law, it will be challenged, the challenges are being held back, but no, it's not the law.
3: Love that. That was Melissa Chame. She is a financial advisor in Ireland and nails it. That's exactly what it is. I really appreciate her uh, boldness in speaking out and saying this is always about the money. Whenever we say follow the money, it usually has been in the past where you follow somebody's actions. You know, somebody does something first and then you follow the money, right? Then you go and then you backtrack back to say, okay, like, like uh, Governor Cox, you know, why is he all in on pharma? Why is he all in on the shots and masks and everything else? And then you, you go back on the money trail, right to his funding, which is pharma, okay for his for his campaign, his election, him becoming governor. but really and truly, what we really need to be doing is looking forward to where's the money. Where does the money where does the money uh, what what part does it play? It plays the whole part. everything is about money, especially to those with the strings so it's always about money. We're being led into money. We're being led into a money stream. This is such an important thing to, to realize at this point, that it's more about money than it is anything else. It's always about money. It has nothing to do with health. Because in the future, we have digital banking. And in the future, that means that we, they have to be able to do that banking somehow, some way. They have to be able to track everything somehow, some way. So don't be compliant because you're going to lose your business anyway. At some point, you're going to lose it all. We've said this on the show again and again, and I love it when other people say it because then we're not the only ones saying it.
1: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless.
3: Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. helps support Mike, helps support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate.